This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Crop insurance escapes key amendments. Immigration fight ensnares farm bill. Hopes for NAFTA deal fade. Farm groups and crop insurance advocates dodged a bullet. House Republican leaders ensured that the Farm Bill amendments that will be debated on the House floor won't include ones attacking crop insurance, which stood the best chance of getting approved. There also won't be a floor vote on tightening commodity program payment limits. A debate rule approved by the House Rules Committee last night allows for only two amendments that would attack commodity programs or crop insurance. One would reform the sugar program. The other amendment is a sweeping proposal to phase out all subsidies for commodity programs and crop insurance. That proposal, sponsored by Representative Tom McClintock of California, so far reaching that it likely has little chance of being approved. Now here's why it matters. House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway of Texas didn't want the House to go on record supporting cuts to crop insurance or reforming payment limits, even if he could have easily scrapped those provisions in conference committee. Votes in favor of such amendments only give them momentum. Conaway said, I want to keep beating these things every chance I get because they're an all-term systemic threat to the farm safety net. Cottaway still faces an amendment that would make several key changes to the sugar program, including the elimination of domestic marketing controls. He expressed confidence yesterday that he could defeat it. Hemp proposal blocked. An amendment to legalize production of industrial hemp won't get a vote. Republicans on the House Rules Committee blocked a Democratic attempt to get the amendment included. But the issue isn't going away because Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell of Kentucky says hemp legalization will be in the Senate bill. Immigration dispute clouds final vote. House GOP leaders still must reach some kind of agreement with members of the House Freedom Caucus to ensure that there are enough GOP votes to pass the bill Friday over united Democratic opposition. Conservatives are using their farm bill votes as leverage to try to stop the House from passing a separate proposal to legalize DREAMers, immigrants who were brought to the U.S. illegally as children. Freedom Caucus Chairman Mark Meadows said conservatives had a positive meeting with GOP leaders yesterday afternoon, but that the issue was still not resolved. EPA chief updates timetable for WOTUS rule. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt says he hopes to release a proposed new definition of the waters of the United States by the end of the month. He also told the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee yesterday he plans to finalize repeal of the Obama-era WOTUS rule by the third quarter of this year and have the new definition in place by the end of the year. Subcommittee Chairwoman Lisa Murkowski of Alaska complained to Pruitt that the ethical and spending issues that have dogged him have overshadowed his work on WOTUS and other regulatory issues. House panel advances spending bills. A fiscal 19 appropriations bill for USDA, FDA, and the Commodity Futures Trading Commission set into the House floor less than two months after President Donald Trump signed the FY18 omnibus spending bill. The House Appropriations Committee approved the bill yesterday after approving a handful of amendments, including one that would stop USDA from disallowing the use of potatoes in school breakfasts. Another amendment would require genetically engineered salmon to be covered by the GMO disclosure standard enacted in 2016. 
The committee also approved a spending bill for the Army Corps of Engineers that includes a repeal of the Obama-era Wardis rule. Democrats complained that it was one of several poison pills that doesn't belong in a bill needing bipartisan support. Purdue optimism sinks on NAFTA deal this week. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue says he isn't as optimistic as he once was that the U.S., Canada, and Mexico can reach a consensus on a new North American free trade agreement this week. House Speaker Paul Ryan and Ways and Means Committee Chair Kevin Brady have both said that a deal needs to be finished by today in order for Congress to approve it this year. But the three countries have not been holding high-level negotiations this week. Regardless of the congressional deadline, Purdue said he expects the three countries to eventually rewrite the trade pact that keeps virtually all Canadian and Mexican tariffs at zero for U.S. agriculture commodities. Purdue said it's getting short where Congress could approve NAFTA, so we're not as optimistic as we once were. But I am long-term optimistic that NAFTA will be renewed and we will maintain those markets. Chinese envoy meets with U.S. lawmakers. Chinese Vice Premier Liu He is in the U.S. to negotiate trade differences with the Trump administration. Yesterday, he met with several top lawmakers, including Senate Finance Chairman Orrin Hatch and House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady. President Donald Trump is reportedly considering easing U.S. restrictions on Chinese telecommunications company ZTE in return for China dropping its tariff threat on U.S. soybeans and other ag commodities. That has proven to be unpopular with many lawmakers. Hatch said that while he'd like to avoid Chinese tariffs, he's more concerned about stopping China's theft of intellectual property. Hatch said while imposing tariffs would harm both countries, the theft of American intellectual property in China is a persistent and serious problem that must stop. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross confirmed earlier this week that he is reviewing the import restrictions on ZTE, but also stressed that the company was guilty of profiting from U.S. technology. Biotech fix for citrus greening moving forward. A genetically engineered virus that could fight the citrus greening disease has received a positive review from USDA. In a draft environmental impact statement, the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service says it found that the biotech virus wouldn't harm the environment or pose any threat to human health. The virus has been modified to produce proteins from spinach as a way to prevent citrus greening disease in Florida orange groves. The draft EIS says the virus, if it proves effective, could help to save Florida's citrus industry by saving trees and increasing yields. Citrus greening has reduced Florida orange production by over 40% in the last five years. APHIS will accept public comments on the environmental impact statement until June 25th. Here's today's He Said It. The Freedom Caucus is doing what it always does, trying to make themselves relevant. That Representative Glenn Thompson, a Republican of Pennsylvania. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 17th. AgriPulse Daybreak's brought to you by Watkinson Miller and the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.